Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna Podcast. There's been something that kind of drives me crazy about Grover, our boss. Mm-hmm. And it, since the day I started working here, I've noticed that for lunch, he brings in actual dinner plates. Yeah, he does. Of food. Like, we're talking like your grandmother's dinner plate. Like, there's a meatloaf on there, plastic wrap, and he just puts it in the break room oh, fridge. Oh, yeah. Like, think like a Corel plate from like the 80s. Yes. With, like the little flower design. Yes. And some, you know, and it's just stacked with uh, pizza from usually Costco, I would say. Or whatever. Cold pizza. Well, yeah. And he stacks it, and he just puts it in the fridge, and just drives you nuts. Oh, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah? And I've, when I first started working here, I'm like, whose dinner plate is in the fridge? And then when I realized it was Grover, so, of course, Grover, okay, we had to bring you in here for this. I'm not going to make fun of you without you being in here. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry, if we did, he'd what? just come running down he'd the hall anyway. He'd come running down anyway. <laughs> we figured we might as well just bring you in. So why, I'm curious, before I give you the answer, why, it's almost like it bothers you. Why? Because no one can put anything on top of it. So I have a lunchbox. Oh, so it's Grover. affecting your life. Well, it's affecting my life. I have a lunchbox, like yeah. normal people bring to work. Mm-hmm. And I, your plate's in the way all the time. And then I got to, like, move things around. Forget about my and... big bowls of leftover spaghetti sometimes. Oh, oh we haven't even brought She's up. already complained about she that. She eats spaghetti out of mixing bowls. Like, you're baking cookies out <laughs> well, of these things. Big boy's got big appetite. And Grover's out here just eating, like, the whole leftover pot of spaghetti. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Jesse nailed it. I have a big appetite. Okay. And, uh, you know, the little pre-made lunchbox crap is not enough food to fill me up. And so I have to have the mixing bowl of spaghetti okay. or the dinner plate of meatloaf and mashed potatoes and green beans or what have you, whatever the leftover is. So I will have enough to eat. I've One of these days I feel like Grover's going to come in here with a, a cake pan with leftover cake. That's what I'm saying. And he's just going to eat it out of the thing. A half a cake, like, out, a sheet half out a of the pan. cake sheet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just, it was like, up. Uh, yeah. Leftover from a birthday party, apparently. I will buy right. ice cream that I know I'm the only person that likes the flavor of so the girls don't eat it. I'll do that, and then I'll wow. just eat it out of the carton. Like just one. Just, Sneaky. Oh, okay. I guess that's your thing. I'm just saying they make Tupperware containers. I know, but you see, you feel like you're you're just <laughs> on another level disturbed or upset about it, and it's only because you can't. Like the yeah. refrigerator is. And we, by the way, we have another refrigerator right on the other side of the we wall. Do. But oh, well, can't go out there. Well, why don't we take you, an extra five steps? Put your dinner plate out in that one. And Jesse brought up the other day. Well, so how about hey? How about I'm here at 7:30 a.m. and your ass don't oh, get shoot. here till what 11? Oh, first come, okay. first serve. Listen, you're the boss. Wow, look but I'm how treating you just like she... a coworker. I'm not bossing you right now. I'm just saying is I'm the first one into work. I have the I have the the, the real estate. I'm gonna use it. And I personally think you went too far with this. Listen, I wouldn't have done it, and I didn't encourage it. So. Jesse. You were the one He's the boss. Nope. It's I'm, I'm not, I'm, you no. can say whatever you want. I'm not in boss mode, but you're, po- you're poking the bear a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to say, Anna? No, we're not dropping this. That, that was oh, silent for a second. Like, it's awkward. What else can she Let's say? I told it. her why I bring dinner okay. plates and mixing right. bowls of my food. Right. I eat a lot of food. Anna, there's two words that you should say right now to Grover. She don't have to say anything. I don't care. 
That's no. three. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Grover. Yeah, I he guess. Just walked out. <laughs> He's done. And I didn't realize till today that I only ever vacuum in the dark. What do we, you mean by that? I mean the floors. I vacuum the floors. I flip the lights off. I have a shark vacuum that's got LED lights on the front of the vacuum. Okay. And I vacuum in the dark. And the reason it came up, and I've been doing this for a year, and I never once thought, yeah. oh, maybe that would be interesting to talk about on the radio. I was just like, oh, no, we're going to do it. Somebody in a meeting today were like, do you realize how much, if you have a dog, like dog hairs everywhere, you don't even see it. And I, I go, no, I see it with my vacuum because, and that's when the light bulb went on. I go... I vacuum in the dark because the lights are so low profile to the oh. floor. It illuminates every crumb, every hair. And I mean, I could have already vacuumed with yeah. lights on. And I walk around, vacuum, and blah, blah, blah. And then flip the lights off. And I have missed so much. Wow. And, and this it's, is interesting. It's a okay. shark vacuum. And it's, yeah, it's these low profile lights. And it's like they shine just where it illuminates the top of the crumbs or the hair or the whatever yeah. it is. And it's, I, so I literally go around, flip the lights off per room when I'm wow. vacuuming. Now I'm wondering, I don't know if my vacuum has lights on it, though. A lot of vacuums for a I long think time I have. have. A shark. They have, but I don't, they were like old school, like headlight looking yeah. lights, like, like just, you know, pushing light out yeah. just so whatever. This, I feel it was designed this way. All right. And you I'm got like, a bougie vacuum. Yeah. I spent, yeah. I've, I spent like 350 bucks on a vacuum <laughs> yeah. and I've never done it. I'm like, I don't care. Well, that, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Now I'm going to go home. I really cannot think of it because I've never thought to turn the lights off when I vacuum. I would love so much if you go home, you flip all your lights off and you're all excited to vacuum up crumbs that you've never seen before and you flip it on. There's no lights. <laughs> I know, bet I you I get. don't because I have one of those smaller like apartment kind of vacuums. Oh, yes. But yes. it is a shark, I'm pretty sure. Well, shark has a wide variety of options I have Maybe found. Maybe I don't have the light. It hmm. may have the logo, but it may not have... All the bells and whistles, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. But you do the same, Lena, in Georgetown. Okay, so I've never told anybody this but my husband, but I also vacuum in the dark. Uh, <laughs> you, for the same reason? Vac- it, it's actually just my bathroom because, so, I don't like sleep in my bathroom because there's so much hair in there. I've got so much hair that comes out all the time. But I vacuumed my bathroom one time with the lights out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can see everything. I can see everything in my bathroom floor, and I get everything up. It is so oddly satisfying. And I also have the sharp, and uh, that's the light is so bright, you can see everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like an LED light. Oh, boy. I encourage everyone to go home tonight, flip the lights off, get that vacuum out, <laughs> go out and it. report back to us yeah. on the results. Yeah. I also vacuum Me my too. bathroom tile floors, too. I think that's funny because a lot of people think that's weird, but it, I have so much hair. Oh, yeah, me too. It gets everything up. <laughs> All right, Anna, you going to go home tonight? I'm literally on my Amazon looking up, like, the <sighs> vacuum I purchased. Yep. Does it have lights? You're welcome. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Going to get a little truth out of Anna today. We pulled a question out of the truth jar, which is a bunch of folded up pieces of paper with revealing questions on them. And uh, you basically on the spot have to answer them. Yeah. Here you go, Anna. Your question today is, did you ever skip school? Ooh. <laughs> yes, oh, I did. Yes. Yeah, quite a bit. I was a, I was kind of a bad kid uh, in high school. Oh, were you one of 
those kids? Yeah, I was one of those kids. I was in trouble a lot. Uh, that's why a while back when I ran into one of my high school teachers, oh, he I even, remember. yeah, we, he kind of made a joke about it. Like, well, yeah, you were a great student when you were in class. I'm like, oh! Hey! So I did, I skipped school a lot. I'm just going to be honest about it. But I do remember one time specifically, I was skipping school with my boyfriend, and we were walking around Coleraine, you know, down the road. I don't know where we were going to the park or whatever the heck we did. Uh-huh. And we're walking down, and then all of a sudden, this van is driving kind of slow because we're getting near a stoplight, and the van is getting ready to stop. It's my mom. She was off work that day, and my mom is driving Right next to us, I put my hood up. I had a hoodie on. I put my hood up, and I, like, look away. And she knew who my boyfriend looked like, too. So I'm like, put your head down. Like, you know, my that's my mom. And we freak out, and we're, like, hiding. And my mom didn't see us at that time. Uh-huh. But later that day, we had a thing where you could go online, and your class, each class would say if you were absent, tardy, uh-huh. or anything like that. And my mom would check it every day because she knew I was a skipper. So she checked it for that day, and it said absent for a couple of my classes and she's like you were skipping school again and you know what I saw a couple of kids you know walking around cool rain and I thought so she didn't see our faces but she saw two young kids walking around and it sparked a thought like is that Anna? That's not So Anna. you didn't get away with it after all. You so, and your incognito with your hood up is what made her think about, oh, wonder if my delinquent daughter is skipping school. Yes. And she was because she saw you. That was you. Well, and I lied. Like, I, I would not tell the truth for things like that. I'm like, that wasn't me. I No, that wasn't me. I was just so late. They marked me absent. You know, I'd lie until the end because I'm like, I'm not getting in trouble. I never skip school. And so you never skip school. Not, not one time in your life. How? No, college, that's a different story. Well, yes. But let's talk about how often, once a week? It it was a lot. Dang. Yeah. Did you not worry about, like, when you walked in, like, what they would say, or were they just so used to it at um, school? T- well, I got in trouble for it. I would get in trouble well, for it. Well, it didn't you, seem to be d- a deterrent. If you too much, you get in trouble. Uh, No, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I'm like, man, I don't oh, feel like going God. to class today. You know what? I think I'll just it, no, I know. head on out and go do something else. Go to the mall or something. I don't... It It was exhilarating. It's the thrill of doing... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Something that oh you're not supposed to gosh. do. This okay. is me being honest. I, I feel bad about it, it now. But I, but I do want to say that I think this has carried on 
into adulthood for you. I and don't skip work. No, you don't, but you skip out on your friends when you want to go oh. do a concert, you know, once in a lifetime. It's a YOLO experience. And friend invited you over to Bub's birthday there two months go. ago. You said yes. And then all skipping. of a sudden, next thing you know, Cardi B's at Heritage uh, Bank what? or whatever. And you're like, YOLO, she might not tour again. And uh, tell me I'm wrong. I mean. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Marked absent okay <laughs> what so well, i need to grow up is that what we're i mean you're just what this i comes mean down to? you are 28 so i mean <laughs> it's up to you <laughs> might be time <laughs> oh boy i have never felt more lawful good in my life uh, than this moment right here i saw this and it got me a little heated for a second gen z won't apply to a job if a salary isn't listed you can group in some of us millennials too this is one of my biggest pet peeves. You are looking for a job, you're online, you're mm-hmm. searching, whatever, and you see all of the tasks that you will be responsible for, everything they expect out of you, mm-hmm. but they don't put the most important part. How much am I getting paid? And you know why they don't do that? Why? Uh, they don't want you to know what the other person is making, so that way maybe they can pay you a little bit less. Of course. That Yes! So it's screwed up. So I kind of like that Gen Z, and of course it's not all of them, but as a whole, they're coming together like, nope, post that salary or we don't want your job. This is, so I have a warped perspective on this because I work in radio and uh, it's one of those businesses where it's like, you don't really share, you're not supposed to share what you make with other people. Um, But I can tell you from way back in the day when I would apply, or I know people that apply now. It. I don't think it says what you're going to make oh. anywhere. This is also a very interesting business where there's a lot of factors that can de- determine what you make. So I could I could see why it's not listed there, but I I don't know. I'm torn on it. If I'm interested enough in a job, I'll talk to them. But if I care enough, I'll get to the salary point real quick. It, okay, and that was going to lead me to that point. If I really want the job, I'm not going to just not apply for it. But once we start talking and it looks like maybe I have a, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to get through this whole long process of, oh, guess what? We're hiring you. And then it's like, well, hold on. Hold on. This isn't going to pay my bills. So Yeah, I, that's true. I don't know. It is it is a weird gray area. I don't, I'll I give like it that. that. But I feel like at the end of the day, it only is, it's only looking out for the company or the place that is hiring and not the person who needs the job. I think a lot of industries too, like are different. Like they, it's in their business model to like show what somebody makes the entry level. And I'm just not used to that. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're going to be a computer programmer, it starts out. I have no idea. I, yeah. I can tell you that a long time ago when uh, I was curious about a job and I was talking to, I don't know, a manager or something like that. I realized that I didn't want anything to do with it anymore. And I was like, oh, how do I get out of this without making this weird? Yeah. So I was just like, can we talk salary? And of course, they said, so what do you have in mind? And I threw out a number that was so high yeah. <laughs> on purpose that I knew would end the conversation. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. They're like, they're oh, like, we can't do that. I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, that's Sorry, not going to pay the bills. All right, well. <laughs> tell you a story about my twin brother when he met his wife and they first started dating you know they knew that they liked each other they spent a ton of time together yeah and he apparently they spent so much time together they were spending like all night together but they were like staying up playing like mario kart or something right oh that's cute right so cute so he was there all night and at one point she's like it's like six in the morning i gotta get ready for work type of thing and so she's like you know thinking Okay, we're progressing like we're, but Joey's also like me. He doesn't make a lot of moves real quick. So he went to give her a hug and say goodbye. And and she's like, this is the perfect time for him to give me a kiss. Yeah. And he goes, 
by and he patted her on the head. <gasps> oh, out after of, staying at her house until 6 a.m.? He was nervous. It was sheer nerves. And he was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And he goes, boop, boop, pat her on the head. <laughs> and I rem- she tells the story. My sister-in-law, she's like, I called one of my best friends. And she's like, the friend was like, did he kiss you? And she's like, he patted me on the head. Oh, no. So I know... There are situations like that in relationships where people have been married for years yeah. or they've been dating. They're happily in a relationship. Yes. But they look back at those things like, that was pretty funny. Like, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. And we ended up together. We can look back at it. Yeah. Laugh. Like, I could have dumped you after patting me on the head. Right. Right. So I want to know here on this Valentine's Day, those stories that make you smile from the relationship that you are in, what are they? Stephanie is in Mount Aura. What uh, awkward thing happened with you and uh, your husband? Yeah, we had been together for a minute, and the first time he told me he loved me, I told him thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's better than Anna's ex. Yeah, he was silent and yeah. just, like, rolled over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he never moved Lovely. again. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, what, well, what did he say when you said thank you? He just looked at me dumbfounded and left for work. He was getting ready to leave for work. We've been dating for a while, and I gave him a kiss goodbye. Oh, and he's like, no. okay, bye. He's like, I love you. And I'm like, thank you. And then I just sat there and stared at him. He was probably so, anxious all day at work. Like, oh, no. He was. Oh, he he called my friends. Did you, did you apologize? Like, how did this resolve? I ended up later on that day telling him that I loved him also. So did he oh, say, I love you? Did he, come, did he come back at you with another I love you, and then you said it back, or you just kind of came said, out? Of- he said, I don't care. He's like, I don't care if I said it and you didn't say it. He's like, I love you. So he was persistent. Aw. And now look. I wouldn't they're, do that. Now they're married. I would be like a... I'm going to be like a little kid that touched the hot stove and it burned my hand. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm, like, I'm not doing that. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, I am. How did, but, but with your ex. I said one, I love you for like six months without him saying it back. Did you, <laughs> did you start doing it in almost kind of like a irritated way? No, I didn't do it ever. And it's not like it wasn't like every day. I love you. I love you. It was just kind of mm. periodically throughout six months. I would throw it in when I felt it because I'm like, well, this is how I really feel. And he would just kind of not do anything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, why did, why did back, it work it out? It sounds very awkward. Yeah. Uh, looking back, I'm like, wow, major red flag. But, you know, wow. when you're in love, <laughs> you I know, just don't it's, know. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yikes. This is why I've been single for so long. Well, I'm traumatized. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Anna's laughing. I'm just going to let you keep on talking, Anna. I know. Let's you're, check traffic. You're really telling a tale. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.